and welcome back to the Joy of Aquatics. My name is Joy Simons and we are in week number two of our top teaching tips series. So this week is all about general tips for general swimming lessons. And today I really wanted to talk to you guys about using lift force to help you as much as possible. Well, it's not just going to help you. It's going to help your swimmers as well. So when we use lift force, hang on, do you guys know what lift force is? I want to explain lift force to you in the easiest way possible. The faster you go through the water, the more lift you are going to get or the higher you're going to sit in the water. So when you look at an, at blah, blah, <laughs> when you look at an Olympian swimming through the water, they actually sit quite high and they don't have much water welling in the small of their back, okay? It just like it doesn't stop there, it doesn't catch there. When you watch someone else swim who's not as efficient and not going as fast, you'll actually see they sit lower in the water. So the faster we go through it, the more lift or the more buoyant we become. So think about a speedboat versus a tugboat. A tugboat goes really slow, it sits lower in the water. A speedboat goes so fast it skips almost across the top of the water. We could get really technical and start talking about the changes in the pressure from above the object and below the object. Way too much science to get into. Just know the faster you go through the water, the higher you will sit in the water. So the more balanced you're going to be because you're more buoyant. So we can use this to our advantage and to our children's advantage as well when we're teaching. And not just children, I guess, but anyone that you are teaching to swim, we can use this to help them. So how do we create lift force for our swimmers or our, our students who aren't propelling themselves efficiently enough to produce it on their own? You remember that whole section of your course that you did about resistance well, if you don't have resistance, you're not going to get propulsion, okay? But our personal part of resistance or how we as teachers create resistance is going to help our students gain lift. So when we walk backwards through the water, we're creating a lot of frontal resistance with our back, but we're also creating that eddy or that drag resistance that happens then in front of our chest, so when our students get caught in that drag or that eddy, they will travel really quickly towards us. And when they start traveling quickly, because they're going faster than they're used to traveling, then they're going to get that lift force. They're going to feel more buoyant in the water. They're going to be a bit more balanced. They're going to feel a bit more stable. So I see lots of teachers not utilizing this very well. They'll stand a long way back and they wait for the kids to come out to them. We can actually start quite close to the kids, catch them in our drag and eddy resistance and really give them some confidence when they're not producing enough propulsion themselves. So are you doing this? I guarantee you a lot of experienced teachers out there are doing this really well and there's quite a lot of new teachers who haven't quite mastered how to do this yet. Now, here's another little tip for you around using this lift force and, or creating this lift force, using our drag to create it. If the kids get stuck in it, 
and we can't escape more qu- or quickly enough, turn your body sideways. So if we just keep walking backwards, we're eventually just going to have to duck underwater or, or somehow get out of the way. But if we turn our body sideways and step out, all of a sudden we're not creating any more frontal resistance. So we've got no more drag or eddy and the children will then pass through in front of us and we can catch them nice and easy. Be careful because if you turn too quick, the water's going to follow you around. So if you just turn very gently off to your side, the kids will pass right in front of you and then you can catch them. So that is one trick that we can use to help kids go further with their rockets and kicking when they're learning that. Or maybe you say torpedoes, that's fine. Torpedoes and kicking, Um, whether they're on their tummy or their back, sometimes it can help with other things that you're doing as well. I'd really love to hear more from you guys. How do you use your resistance to create lift force for your students? So head to my Facebook page, leave me a message, um, put a little video up there and let me see what you guys are doing. I would love to see it. It's just Joy Simons over at Facebook. Search me up. Um, But tomorrow, tomorrow is day three in week two of our top teaching tips. So until then, stay safe. Happy swimming.